back to the Holiday Podcast, where we talk about the frightful, the festive, and everything in between. You're listening to Episode 3. I'm your host, Selena, and this is my co-host, Evan. (laughs) And Happy Christmas and July Eve, everyone! In lieu of a holiday today and tomorrow, we decided to share some of our traditions and aspects that make our Christmas in July celebration different from how we actually celebrate Christmas. So, why do we celebrate Christmas in July? It's not a real holiday, so why do we do it? Obviously, Evan tries to find any excuse to celebrate Christmas when it's not actually December. But we'll keep that between us. Let me live. (laughs) Okay, so what we should probably preface it by saying is we don't really set up a tree, but we still sort of do a little decorating. It's not as much as we do in December, but it's still... Enough to keep the spirit alive during this time. We've, in years past, added a little bit of a summer flair to our Christmas in July. For example, we've held a movie night outside a couple years back, and we hung Christmas lights up on an umbrella. Um, There's a table outside of my house, and we have a little umbrella in it, and we've hung lights up around that. So it's kind of like a mock tree, and, and there's still colorful lights, but it has a little bit of a summer flair. So we, we adjust, but we still have the same amount of spirit. This is a strange point, but it just came to my mind. Why do we celebrate Christmas in July? July's the seventh month. If we're going to celebrate Christmas at the halfway point, shouldn't it be Christmas in June? I don't know. I, I would say Christmas in July has been trademarked so much that Christmas in June sounds weird. Maybe it had a better flow saying Christmas in July. Mm. So it's all commercial. Only commercial reasons. I would say... I mean, most holidays are commercial now, and I mean, it'd be pretty hard to disagree with. Humbug. Anyway, (laughs) what do we do specifically at Christmas in July that is maybe is a little different? And maybe something that you perhaps might like to try as well. So what we usually do is uh, we've started with popcorn, which is a nice, obvious movie snack, but we add a little bit of a flair to it. Fun fact, Selena and I love to watch movies. Good movies, funny movies, bad movies. Foreign, black and white. Bad movies. <laughs> we pretty much like any kind of movies, so just just an aside, maybe we'll do just an episode on our movie watching habits because we've watched probably over 200 movies. This year. This year alone. So, um, yeah, we might get to that another time. But anyhow... Um, Popcorn is the definite movie snack. For Christmas in July, we like to add a little bit of a holiday flavor to it. And typically on normal Christmas time in December, Evan's mom um, makes this really good Hollis popcorn um, where it's... Some of you may have actually made it before where you add... You make a caramel sauce and you add baking soda and the sauce gets real frothy and you pour it over the Hollis popcorn, mix it up, put it in the oven, take it out every couple of minutes, and then it gets real crunchy and delicious. So we decided to do the same thing, um, but we made a gingerbread flavor. Um, I believe that was last year. And it had molasses in it, a little bit of cinnamon, some spices, and all around it was it was really good, and we highly suggest it. If you, if anybody's interested in the recipe, um, this is definitely only our third episode, so we don't know how many viewers we have, but anybody wanting to reach out, we can definitely hook you up with that recipe. Selena, so what are you thinking about doing this year for popcorn 
Anything specifically comes to mind? Well, we did gingerbread last year, and that's, as I said, a, a very molasses-based flavor type thing. And those are definitely good, especially ginger snaps. Those are definitely really good cookies. But I would say this year maybe we should try something that's maybe more sugar cookie or we could do one that's maybe pepperminty. Well, I was thinking if we do peppermint, we should do maybe a white chocolate peppermint popcorn. Even though I don't really like white chocolate. See, I'm not I'm not too keen on peppermint. See, it depends on how you do the peppermint. Will it be a peppermint extract? Um, sometimes when you have candy canes, I've seen it on countless recipes. People throw a candy cane in a bag, mash it up with a rolling pin, and you have really big crunchy chunks of peppermint on cookies and things like that. And I'm not a big fan of having a crunch into a straight-up peppermint like that unless it's ground really fine. So that has to be done pretty well. Um, but I'm interested in, I've seen Grinch popcorn before, and it has the red and green M&M's. And, or it's actually green colored, right? And then it has red M&M's in it. Does it come with Jim Carrey? I hope not. We'll get into that (laughs) later. But that sounds, that sounds fine. We could do that. Actually, since it's tomorrow, we're pretty much kind of planning our recipe book as we talk. So yeah, um, aside from all that kind of (laughs) banter back and forth, I would say popcorn is a definite staple. Um, It's light enough in the summer if you choose not to do a cookie. Um, And it's also great for watching movies and and you can find out which recipes you like and and keep those in mind. Um, We also like to bake cookies too. In the past, we've done probably the most basic traditional chocolate chip. We've done spritz cookies or they're pressed cookies if you've ever had those. And the dough is really soft and it's almost, I believe it has almond extract in it. So it's real fragrant and smells really good. And you just press them out with a little cookie press onto a tray. And um, you can dye the dough different colors. And, and those cookies are really good as well. Now, you can't have popcorn without a movie. I guess you could, but we're not that kind of people. Anyway, we usually pick a traditional Christmas movie. Something very Ranklin Bass. As you know, they are the ones that do all the stop motion work. So... Anything like A Year Without a Santa Claus, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Rudolph, those types of movies, those styles, maybe I'm just talking for myself, but I really think that those styles really kind of capture what Christmas means the most, or they give me the most uh, nostalgic vibes of Christmas. I think what's great about them too is especially if you're a listener who has children or you, you know, care for children, it's great because they're short little stories that have a lot of nostalgia and and impact, but so you don't have to spend all night of your Christmas in July watching one long movie, two hour long movie, where you can just watch a short little cartoon and you can have your snacks and it can just be a nice brief little affair. Last year, we watched A Year Without a Santa Claus. With Heat Miser and Snow Miser, that is probably one of our favorite. That is one of my absolute favorite cartoons. Mm-hmm. We also followed it up with watching a uh, Scrooge. We watched Scrooge, which is the 1951 version of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. It's in black and white. I've never seen it before. Selena owns it. So. I own it. I've seen it before, but it's actually not my favorite version of A Christmas Carol. We'll talk about We'll talk favorite. about that later, but we decided to watch something different, so we watched the older version. I liked it. I thought it was good. It was good, but not my favorite. It might be my favorite. So, <gasps> we've talked about the snacks. We've talked about the movies. 
But does Christmas in July for us feel like Christmas? In a way, yes. In a way, Christmas is more than a date on a calendar for us. And I wish that people didn't treat Christmas as just a commercial day on a calendar kind of thing. At the end of A Christmas Carol, he talks about living in the past, present, and the future of Christmas all the days of the year and being cheerful and having good spirits toward men. And I think that's what I feel at Christmas in July. Is It's sort of a reminder about what Christmas is, is not entirely about, but how we should treat others. Definitely. I would say it's it's almost like a above halfway point of saying here's why we love the holidays so much and here's how we can celebrate it even in the complete opposite month of summer so i would say christmas in july is just it's honestly also i think an excuse for a little get together and i don't mind because you can have only so many patriotic holidays i mean you go right from you know fourth of july and Everybody's in the red, white, and blue, summer, watermelon, corn on the cob, eating ribs, spirit. But it's kind of nice to just take a step back and think about, you know, the warm cookies and the bright lights and the cheerful movies that have lessons on being kind to others. And I I like the change. That's something else. We also burn candles. We like candles a lot. Not giving a shout-outs, but we're probably the only ones keeping Yankee Candle in business right now during the <laughs> Christmas season. Because we always buy the Christmas-smelling ones. We have one burning right now. It's it's the Christmas cookie um, wax melt ones, which highly suggest wax melts because not an open flame, but it smells. it still smells just as good, and they last a really long time. We weren't paid to say that. We were, yeah, we weren't paid to say that. They're just really good. But they also come in, you know, fla- uh, flavors. Yeah. Yep, you can eat them. No. Don't uh, eat they, them. <laughs> they come in scents, though, you know, cranberry. They even have ones that make absolutely, like, no sense, like Christmas Eve night or something like that. That's my favorite thing to melt. Or Christmas wreath. Like, how do you know what that smells like? I don't know, but whatever Yankee did, they did something right because it smells so good. Sir, you need to have more holiday candles for Halloween. I mean, I guess you could say they have the harvest ones that smell like cinnamon. They even have cinnamon. They have apple and stuff like that. But they don't spend as much time making scents for Halloween, I think. They'll they'll make ones that say Christmas Eve or Warm Winter's Night or something like that. But you don't really see too many wax melts that are like Halloween, trick-or-treat on the street, you know, candy bag scent you know there's there's really none of those they don't exist so we went from talking about christmas in july to trick-or-treat bag scent see that's where that's that's why i have the issue here okay and with that we hope that you have a very merry christmas in july and we hope that you reach out to us and tell us what maybe your traditions are around this time of year if you have any or maybe we're just insane and celebrate Christmas way ahead of time. But anyway, thanks for listening, and we hope that this episode has maybe inspired you or maybe just shown you different ways to celebrate. Since we are now beginning into the swing of the Christmas season, next episode we'll talk about how, um, we'll talk about Selena and my. 
favorite TV Christmas specials, ranging from cartoons to live action shows. And on the final note, if you really like this content and are feeling very generous in the Christmas spirit, you can support us. We have a Patreon page now, and there'll be a link in the description below. Really, any donations will help us keep doing what we love, and we'd greatly appreciate greatly appreciative of everyone listening and supporting us throughout all of our episodes. Just know that your donations mean a lot, and um, please just feel free to, you know, suggest anything that you would like to hear, um, things you would like to go into um, depth a little bit more. So really, um, we like you guys to reach out. And with that, we'll be signing off for today. We hope you have a very Merry Merry Christmas Christmas in in July. July.